0: From the moment David was anointed and ordained as king at the age of 17, David's life took a dramatic turn. The king Saul was vehemently after his life and David was so pushed to the wall that he made attempt to team up with the Philistines to fight his own people in 1 Samuel chapter 29. At the time when David returned home after the Philistines rejected his moral and military support against the Israelites, he discovered that his people, his wives. And the city, Ziglag, had been taken captive and burnt with fire. So David and his men wept like babies in 1 Samuel chapter 30 verse 3 to 6. And when you see the killer of Goliath weeping like a baby, then you know that there is a serious, serious problem. In 1 Samuel chapter 30 verse 7, David said to abiatar the priest, after weeping, after crying, he said, I pray thee, bring me hither the ephod. And Abiata brought thither the ephod to David. And David inquired of the Lord, saying, Shall I pursue after the troops? Shall I overtake them? And he answered him, Pursue. The Lord answered him, Pursue. For thou shalt overtake them, and without fail recover all. David requested the priest Abiatar to bring the ephod. He wanted to know the mind of God concerning what to do. A man of war like David understood that the secret of success and victory is in waiting on the Lord. He knew, he knew. He knew that the principle of waiting on God is most critical to success and victory for any military commander. So David took over the effort by himself to wait on the Lord and inquire of him on what to do. So what is the effort? Now, at the time, the effort was a priestly garment instructed to be made by God and worn by the high priest of the Levitical priesthood. The effort was also used for oracular purposes. So regardless of the distress, the pain, the tears, David requested for the effort so he could directly wait on God. Dearly beloved, the following points I want to quickly establish, identify, What waiting on God actually means in practical times? And number one, waiting on God means refusing to trust in your own strength and experience. David was an experienced fighter. A man who killed a lion and a bear at age of 16 with his bare hands is by all means a war strategist and an expert. And he proved his word and earned his command as a warrior by distinguishing himself as the best among the nation's army at the age of 17 when he killed Goliath and led the nation to victory over the Philistines. I mean, with all this experience of war, David would have simply mobilized his men and launched an attack against the enemy and only asked God to support him and that's what many people many christians do today we start a project and ask god to bless it we identify the person we want to marry start a relationship start a family and only start seeking god when things have gone wrong but david knew how to seek the lord before taking the first step he refused to trust even his own experience and expertise and went for the effort the means by which he could wait on the lord To receive what? Strength, courage, sacrifice, endurance, power, and vision of what to do concerning his own situation. And guess what? The Lord spoke to him. So waiting on God means refusing to trust in your own strength and experience and allow God speak to you concerning that matter. So uh, number two, Waiting on God means resisting the temptation of responding to external pressure. David's men wept until they had no more power to weep and David David also wept along with them. They then discussed the possibility to stone him to death. But David refused to be pressured by anyone. He refused to be pressured by any man and refused to take a step until he heard very clearly from the Lord. It is the strategy of the enemy to create pressure and tension around you. So that these tensions and pressure will cause you to hurry out of God's presence in response to the demand of men. And this has happened to me many times, over and over again, even as a lead pastor of our congregation. There are countless times, I mean countless times, I will go on my knees and as soon as I begin interaction with the Lord, then an urgent call comes that would demand my immediate, urgent attention. And countless times the Holy Spirit will assure me that the strength to produce results even in those situations is absolutely dependent on the power transmitted into me in the place of waiting. So, I rather tarry in His presence until the Lord bids me to go. And in most of all these situations, the issues self-resolve even before I finish my quiet moments with the Lord when I understood this principle, Hallelujah. So do not ever allow the pressure of the day, the demand of your needs and the pool of men pull you out of the presence of God. Wait until you hear him say go. Job 14.14 14 says all the days of my life will I wait until my change comes. Wait in his presence my dear. Most of the pressure, tension and stress you will ever experience in life is aimed at pulling you out of the place of waiting. It's like a cell phone. As long as it is connected to a power source, it continues to function. But as soon as it is unplugged, it continues to work, yes, it continues to work and function even optimally but this time on its own battery backup and it only functions until the power bank is drained. Then, it becomes useless to its owner and to itself. A person unplugged from God's presence by pressure pleasure will soon deplete his strength and power. And this shall not be your portion in the name of Jesus Christ. So why wait on the Lord? Look at the subject again. Why wait on the Lord? Number one, because there are many directions to go in life. And you need to know the one that will lead you to purpose. The one that will lead you somewhere. Not every direction leads to a purposeful direction. Destination. some leads to a dead end david said in psalm 16 verse 8 i have set the lord always before me because he is at my right hand i shall not be moved direction can only be given to those who wait upon the lord for they must run in certain specific direction you cannot run in multiple directions and yet expect to win the battles of life the focus must be clear without limitations. Why wait on the Lord? Because there are many directions to go in life, and you will need to know the one that will lead you to a purposeful end. Number 2, because there are many choices to make. Yes, our lives are full of multiple choice questions, and the answers are so closely related such that gross error is inevitable without the guidance of the divine. Therefore, it is expedient to wait on the Lord and to be able to make the right choice in life, you need to wait upon the Lord. Investment opportunities that look green in the morning may turn red in the evening. So if you are not guided by the Spirit of God, you can waste your whole life savings. Is it not better to spend 3 days and nights waiting on God to preserve your labor of 30 years? The only way to discern the deception in that relationship is by waiting on God. How will a man know that the woman claiming to love him till death do them part, will turn out to become his arch enemy? How would a woman who felt so loved by the perfect gentleman a few years ago believe that the same man will forsake her and their children to follow a prostitute of a woman? Is it not better to set one month apart, to seek the Lord on what choice to make than to spend 10 years dealing with hurt and fighting for the custody of the children? My dear friends, my dear friends, wait on the Lord so you can make the right choices in your life because there are choices that have eternal consequences. Proverbs 3 verse, it says, trust in the Lord with all your heart. Lean not on your own understanding. In all your ways, acknowledge Him and He shall direct your path." Why wait on the Lord? Because there are many instructions and multiple instructors. There are many instructions out there and multiple instructors. Everyone seems to have an opinion. Google search seems to be the lifesaver for some how to find a wife in 15 minutes, how to cook elephant skin in 10 minutes, and all the do it yourself tricks. Too many instructors. Even those whose lives are in shambles are life coaches. Those who are completely demotivated about life are motivational speakers. Those who have gone through four divorces are marriage counselors and experts. Those who are struggling with their own identity are identity therapists. In our generations Leaders struggling with immorality Are providing counsels for those struggling We just live in a generation Where everybody seems to have an opinion Permit my word Is just like a confused world right now Too much of confusion Too much of confusion Information overload Everybody has a voice Many instructors Multiple instructors Many instructions without direction Without direction, that's why you you must look up to the one who knows all things you must wait on him look up to the ancient of this who sits forever upon the throne of fire David said in Psalm 16 verse 7 I will bless the Lord who hath given me counsel I will bless the Lord who hath given me what counsel, my reigns. Also instruct me in the night season. Wow! And see what the Lord says himself, the one who sits upon the throne, the ancient of days. In Psalm 32 verse 8, he says, I will instruct thee and teach thee in the way which thou shalt go. And I will guide thee with my eyes. How will you see the guidance of his eyes if you are not in close proximity to his throne? How do you notice the directional code signals from his eyes if you are completely off his radar? Ladies and gentlemen, the Lord who sits upon the throne and on the circles of the earth has offered to guide you with his own eyes. Will you not jump at this amazing offer and wait upon him so that you can obtain absolutely clear and vividly obvious instruction on what next to do in your life? According to his will, wait on the Lord. Be of good courage, and he shall strengthen your heart. Wait, I say, on the Lord. Why wait on the Lord? Because there are many instructions and multiple instructors. Why wait on the Lord? Because there are many choices to make. Why wait on the Lord? Because there are many directions to go in life, and you need to know the one that will lead you to a purposeful end. I commend you to God.